Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. By late evening, by morning, 29 to about 38 degrees, and we'll top out around 50 degrees tomorrow with some scattered showers from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now, Fort Belvoir, 47, Foggy Bottom, 47, Silver Spring, 46 degrees, and some parts of our area could be down to the 30s, but not quite as cold as last night. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up here on WTOP, breaking news. The New York Times says that Israel knew about Hamas's battle plan more than a year ago, just didn't believe that it would happen in our area. The GSA Inspector General's office decides if it'll look into the selection of Greenbelt for the next FBI HQ. I'm Mike Marillo. Why it's starting to feel a bit like Christmas in D.C. I'm Scott Gelman. Also ahead, the reward doubles in the search for two people who carjacked an FBI agent this week. An arrest in a robbery spree on a popular trail in northeast D.C. I'm Nick Ainelli. It's 9 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. Israel reportedly learned of Hamas's October 7th attack long before it took place and Israelis were taken hostage. CBS's Tom Foti with the latest. The New York Times reports Israeli officials actually obtained the Hamas battle plan for the October 7th terrorist attack more than a year before it was carried out. The Times says on some level it was dismissed as too difficult for Hamas to carry out. Bilal Saab is a senior fellow with the Middle East Institute. This was more an intelligence failure when it came to imagination, frankly. The Israelis didn't believe that Hamas would pull off something so spectacular and so successful. The Times says it's unclear whether Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu or other top political leaders saw the document. Tom Foti, CBS News, Washington. An investigation is underway after allegations of drinking on the job at a secret saloon on a military base responsible for protecting and defending the homeland. CBS's Catherine Herridge was the first to report the probe and explains why the allegations have national security implications after initially being raised in February when the U.S. military shot down a Chinese balloon. Before the balloon incident, sources say concerns about alleged day drinking were raised with senior leadership. General Glenn Van Herc, who leads the command, responded in a telephone interview. I've been here since August of 2020, and all I can tell you that nobody has come to me and expressed concern about the consumption of alcohol in the workspace. In July, a two-star Army General, Joseph Lestorti, whose boss was Van Herc and was known not to tolerate drinking in the workplace, was removed from his position. An investigation is underway after allegations of drinking on the job, and uh, we just mentioned that one, but the Ohio is what we want to mention, is the first state to report an outbreak of pediatric pneumonia cases, and CBS's Meg Oliver has more on white lung syndrome. In Warren County, north of Cincinnati, health officials have declared an outbreak of pneumonia in children. They say 145 kids have been diagnosed with the respiratory infection since August. The average age of these patients is 8 years old. The declaration comes as China is in the midst of its own outbreak. The U.S. is trying to avoid hospital wards filled to capacity with doctors seeing a rise in several known respiratory illnesses. The U.S. House is expected to vote tomorrow on whether to expel Republican George Santos after an ethics committee published a report alleging numerous ethics violations by the congressman from New York. GOP House Ethics Committee Chairman Michael Guest put forth the motion to expel Santos. We know that Mr. Santos lied about his education both graduate and postgraduate, claiming that he attended universities where he was never enrolled, claiming that he obtained degrees that he did not earn. 
This is CBS News. You don't need a job platform. You need a hiring partner. Indeed lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credit. 903 here on WTOP. Thursday evening, November 30th, 2023. Fort Belvoir at 47, down to the 30s overnight. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. We have the latest on the battle over Greenbelt, Maryland, being picked for the new FBI headquarters. After that decision was announced weeks ago, a delegation of Virginia lawmakers raised concerns about the GSA's process. Now the GSA's Inspector General says it plans to look into the decision. In a letter to Virginia Senator Mark Warner, Acting GSA Inspector General Robert Erickson says the office will evaluate the GSA's selection of the site. This comes after Warner and several other members of Congress in Virginia wrote Erickson, saying they believe political influence led to Maryland being chosen since the scoring process was changed just before the selection. Also, FBI Director Christopher Wray criticized the process, saying there was a potential conflict of interest because a former Metro employee helped make the decision. Metro owns the Greenbelt site. On the flip side, a Maryland delegation of lawmakers says they're confident the review will show the process was thorough and transparent. Senator Chris Van Hollen. It's very obvious why the decision maker came to the conclusion that Greenbelt, Maryland was the best site. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Hundreds of people filed into the ellipse tonight for the National Christmas Tree Lighting. WTOP Scott Gelman tells us some folks consider the event the official start of the holiday season with the First Lady and President Biden flipping the switch. Five, four, three, two, one. In front of hundreds of people here at the Ellipse, President Joe Biden and the First Lady watched on as the national Christmas tree lit up. The tall tree has presents underneath it and remained in place after a wind knocked it down earlier this week. Heather says it's not just any tree. It's uh, a, a very unique one, especially the setting, you know, with the uh, White House as the backdrop. Getting a coveted ticket meant a lot to Megan. We just moved here from Colorado. My husband's in the Air Force. And so this is our first time being on the East Coast in D.C. The ceremony will be televised next month and the park opens to the public on Saturday. At the Ellipse, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. See more tonight at WTOP.com. The FBI and D.C. police have now combined forces here to offer $20,000 as a reward to help find two people who carjacked an FBI agent in D.C. yesterday afternoon. It happened on 12th Street Northeast. The two suspects carjacked the agent at gunpoint and drove off in this FBI car. It was found abandoned only half an hour later. This is the latest in a string of high-profile carjackings in the nation's capital. A member of Congress was a victim, a diplomat, and then a Secret Service vehicle have all been targets. In the case of that Secret Service vehicle, the Secret Service agents opened fire on a group of people trying to steal the vehicle that a group of Secret Service agents was protecting President Biden's granddaughter. You can see photos of the suspects in the latest carjacking at WTOP.com. The driver who police say hit two cars and slammed into a barricade near the U.S. Capitol this morning now faces charges. Capitol Police say this was about 8 a.m. And according to authorities, 28-year-old Kevin Simon got off northbound 395 at Washington Avenue, hit the other cars and just kept going. Investigators say he then turned left on D Street and crashed right into the barricade. He's charged with reckless driving, resisting arrest, and two counts of leaving after a crash. Police say he was checked over at a hospital that was after he was combative and appeared delirious. An arrest tonight in a robbery spree in northeast D.C. 
This happened along a popular trail for biking and jogging. There have been 18 robberies recently along the Metropolitan Branch Trail, and D.C. police say they have now made an arrest. An 18-year-old is in custody, though a second suspect is still on the loose. In some instances, they did have a weapon. So out of these 18 robberies, some were armed robberies. Often they stole cell phones, forcing the victims to give their passcode and unlock their phone. D.C. police commander Sylvan Altieri. The trail is fairly isolated. Part of the thing is people use it at night, and... Any city, no matter where you live, at nighttime when you're isolated, you can become a target. In the district, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Traditionally, when you're looking at a house or a condo or an apartment, you also think about where's the parking? How is the parking? But a single parking space can cost developers up to $100,000. That's one of the many reasons Montgomery County Council members are considering doing away with parking enforcement or a parking requirement for new developments near public transportation. The theory behind a zoning text amendment is easing the parking requirements at developments close to metro and transit could cut the cost to consumers. Council member Andrew Friedson. The, the question that we have to ask in many cases is would we rather have asphalt or more housing? Council member Gabe Albornoz says when you look at our Gen Z population, there's been a precipitous decline in interest in securing driver's licenses at the age of 16. We're going through this in my house right now. But council member Sidney Katz warned flexibility has to be part of the proposal. We have to figure out where a person who's in the trades, where a person who's a carpenter are going to park their a hearing on the zoning text amendment is planned for January 16th. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Another major tech company gears up to launch a mobile gaming store. That's coming up after traffic and weather. And we're going to Bob Imler now. He's in the WTOP Traffic Center. On the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, southbound at Greenbelt Road, the broken down car now out of the roadway. No delays there. Westbound traffic on 100. It's quite slow getting past the work zone at the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, though. On 100 westbound, getting by single file to the left very slowly. On 50 out to the Bay Bridge, all is quiet. 95 in great shape both ways between the beltways as well as the Baltimore-Washington Parkway now. And no delays in either direction on 270 between the beltway and Interstate 70 and the district. 295, 695, 395, all good to go. But in Virginia, southbound 95, turns out it was a car fire after exit 140 Stafford. They are still working on that. And that is along the right side. So a delay through Stafford on 95 South in the main lane. 66, that runs without delay in both directions. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Let's go to 7 News First Alert, Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. All right, tomorrow this time, rain will be moving out. That's right. We've got some rain in the forecast for your Friday with the next weather maker. Enjoy your dry evening. Here will be partly cloudy. Temperatures dropping down into the lower and mid-40s by late evening. And by uh, early tomorrow morning, anywhere from the upper 20s to upper 30s across the area. Dry to start your day, but rain is on tap from late morning going through the afternoon. Rain should be ending by 5 p.m. High temperature tomorrow around 50 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. And right now in College Park, it's 41. In Fairfax City, we have 44. National Mall, 46 degrees. Down to the 30s, but not necessarily all the way down to 32. It won't be as cold. We don't expect to get to the 20s anywhere in the suburban areas. With the cloud cover, we have a a warmer overnight period. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks pavers and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. 
Money News 10 and 40 past the hour and Larry Kofsky. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Microsoft wants to get into the mobile gaming business, now dominated by Apple and Google. The head of Microsoft's video game division says the company is talking to partners to help launch a mobile gaming store. No word on when it might launch. Layoff notices are going out at VF Corporation, the owner of North Face, Timberland, and other labels, cutting 500 employees as part of a turnaround plan that includes cost-cutting and debt reduction. VF has struggled with slumping sales in North America. Drug maker AbbVie has agreed to pay more than $10 billion for Immunogen. The deal will speed AbbVie's entry into the commercial market for ovarian cancer with Immunogen's Elahir. The deal is expected to close in mid-2024. A split finish for Wall Street to wrap up a strong month. Dow Industrial soared 520. The S&P 500 rose 17. The Nasdaq dropped 32. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Asia-Pacific markets mostly lower, such as South Korea's Kospi, which is down 1%. Hong Kong down half a percent. Tokyo stocks up just a little bit. Still to come here on WTOP, you may have never been behind the wheel of one of these, but you certainly know it, the VW Golf. What's going on here 40 years or so after that car first hit the market? We've got the WTOP car review for you. Stay with us at 912. I've always gotten tons of UTIs. Cranberry products never worked for me, and I was desperate for a way to be proactive. I'm Jenna Ryan, CEO and founder of Eucora. We've worked with doctors to develop effective urinary tract health products. Just mix a packet of Eucora with water and drink it when you need support, like right after intimacy. Eucora is helping over 100,000 women stay healthy. Ready to join them? Get 30% off at eucora.com slash save. That's uqora.com slash save. Women's college basketball and a late game again for the Caps out on the West Coast. Sports in 10 minutes here on WTOP with Rob Woodfork. A recent WTOP panel discussion in partnership with AARP focused on the important role of family caregivers. Nancy Lamond is Chief Advocacy and Engagement Officer for AARP. There are 48 million family caregivers in the United States, and roughly 61% of all family caregivers are working full or part-time in a paid position. So this is on top of it. And the estimates are that this care accounts for roughly $600 billion to the economy. And that's more than all out-of-pocket spending on health care in the United States. So it is a huge economic issue for the health care system, and it's also an economic issue for individual families. To hear more of the discussion, including challenges facing family caregivers, as well as initiatives and resources to help them, go to WTOP.com and search AARP. AARP is committed to continued support of programs, laws, and policies that provide caregivers the support they need. Thanks for being with us tonight. It's 914. Brace yourself for the ultimate holiday deal with Consumer Cellular. Snag an incredible 50% off the Iris Flip when you buy before December 17th, making it only $34.50. The Iris Flip is all the phone and camera you need with a user-friendly design, the perfect flip phone companion. Plus, you'll get nationwide coverage and always free activation. Score 50% off when you use promo code RADIO50. Head over to ConsumerCellular.com and use promo code RADIO50 during checkout to score this deal. With the holidays upon us, the increase in traveling, shopping, and connecting online also heightens the need to protect your identity and finances with LifeLock. 
Identity thieves see this time of year as an opportunity to drain your accounts, open new loans in your name, and damage your financial future. LifeLock detects and alerts you to threats you might miss on your own. Don't let the busy holiday season catch you off guard. Save up to 25% off your first year with promo code NEWS at LifeLock.com. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 915, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks for being with us. Now, the WTOP car review as we check out a hatchback for this new era, I guess you could say. The familiar, though, VW Golf GTI all new. WTOP's car guy, Mike Paris, is on the line with us. I don't have to tell anybody uh, how long this one's been around, Mike. Decades, really. What do you think about the new one with four doors and, of course, the big fifth door that is the hatchback? Well, yeah, this is the 40th year for the uh, the venerable GTI, the the almost the original hot hatch, and it's now a little bit more uh, grown up. It's uh, better to drive on a daily commute and still fun to take out on the weekends on those back roads. So it still uh, kind of lives up to what it uh, started about 40 years ago. It just does it uh, with uh, more technology than it did before. You talked about the back roads. I was wondering, for a car this size, I feel like your mileage was a little low. Was it because you were gunning it on the winding roads? Well, that has more power now than it has. Uh, so instead of about 220 horsepower, it's over 240 horsepower now. And yeah, if you get the if you're rolling through those gears and having a little fun, the gas mileage does suffer. But on the highway, I did see about 33, 34 miles per gallon. So it uh, it gets thrifty if you're uh, easy on the uh, the gas pedal. What else does this Golf have to offer? Well, it has space. It's a it's a small car, but you could definitely fit four adults, five in a pinch, very easily because it has a tall roof. The doors are easy to open up, and they're quite wide. And you have good head and leg room for a car that's a, a compact car. What about the downsides this time? Well, the price, uh, especially if you ch- choose the Autobahn uh, trim level like I did, which is the top trim level, you're quickly about $40,000. Uh, so it definitely gets pricey. Definitely look at some of the lower trim levels. You'll save yourself uh, a good chunk of change if you do that. Yeah, anything called the Autobahn trim level, <laughs> I'm thinking it's yeah. a little bit expensive. Uh, th- is there any hybrid model or all-electric golf? Well, there is uh, some electric golfs, and they're coming out with a, a newer version with a lot more range. So stay tuned for that. It'll probably be out next year. So, uh, yeah, it's definitely getting uh, more electric in its future. I wanted to touch base with you as long as we're on the line tonight. The story that got a lot of people's attention earlier this week, that if you have an EV, it's likely to break down. There are problems. Is this just because this stuff is all uh, still new? Uh, yeah, a lot of that is. These are all brand new cars. You know, if you buy uh, one of the first year models of a gas car, you might have some growing pains. Uh, you're having growing pains with the electric cars because there's so much different technology than uh, we're used to. So uh, I, I don't know that it would affect the the uh, sales of these. They're kind of uh, slipping in sales right now for different reasons, range anxiety and price. Yeah, I think that prices uh, and range anxiety are the two biggest causes of uh, this not to take off and uh, more education probably needed uh, for the buying public to tell that uh, the range is, is better than it was. It's not going to be 20 or 30 miles. You can definitely do two or 300 miles or even more with some models now. Well, part of that education is our own Mike Paris, our car guy at WTOP. You can see pictures of, read a lot more about the 2023 VW Golf GTI at WTOP.com, search car review. 
top stories we're working here on WTOP. Breaking news from the New York Times that Israeli officials knew about Hamas's plans to commit a terrorist attack more than a year before October 7th. The National Christmas Tree on the Ellipse near the White House has its lights on now following a joyous, music-filled ceremony and the lighting of the tree by the First Lady and President Biden. The new FBI headquarters may not be fully settled. We'll tell you about a new Inspector General's evaluation of how Greenbelt was chosen for the new digs. Keep it here for full details on WTOP. We're going next to Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center. In Virginia, 95 is running pretty well, at least as far as a point before Stafford. They had this car fire after exit 140 still working on that. And uh, that is along the right side. So very slow getting past it as they do some cleanup southbound on 95 after exit 140 Stafford and getting by to the left there. Things are good elsewhere on 66. There are no delays to report in either direction, though I believe they are starting to set up the work zone again tonight. Uh, westbound on 66 after the Roslyn Tunnel should be getting by single file to the left beyond the Beltway. The pace is good. And around the Beltway in Maryland and Virginia, all is quiet both ways. On 95 at the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, no incidents or delays. Clear sailing on 50 out to the Bay Bridge. But westbound 100 has road work at the Baltimore-Washington Parkway getting by single file to the left. Bit of a slowdown through that work zone, so be alert. 270, that runs well in both directions between the Beltway and Interstate 70. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Next, we go to Veronica Johnson. She is 7 News First Alert, Chief Meteorologist. What kind of changes are we looking at overnight and tomorrow, Veronica? That's right, yeah. So overnight, a few clouds will start moving in. And then for the day tomorrow, we'll have cloud cover and even a few rain showers around the area. Listen, those showers will be very light and pretty scattered around the area. The timing for the rain tomorrow, about 11 a.m. until 5 p.m. So we can deal with that, especially since the rain is going to be light. And this time of year, it is just rain and not freezing rain. Now, for the overnight period, first thing tomorrow morning, our temperatures will start out in the upper 20s to upper 30s. We'll see our temperatures rise in to the mid-40s to around 50 degrees tomorrow. That's pretty comfortable, too. For your Saturday, right now, we're mostly cloudy and mild. Uh, cloud cover will be around the area with southwesterly winds and temperatures higher, upper 50s to mid-60s throughout the area. It is still my pick for the best day out of the weekend. Listen, some rain could come in with yet another weather maker by Saturday night. First thing Sunday, some showers around the area. I'm hoping that the rain does move out of here fast enough by Sunday afternoon for a Commander's game. Right now, your high temperature on Saturday will be uh, for the district in the lower 60s, just shy of 60 degrees on Sunday. So, not a bad weekend, all in all, for our first weekend of December. Reston, Virginia, now at 48 degrees. Franconia at 47 in Maryland. Forestville coming in at 45 degrees currently in Calverton, 41. All right, Veronica, we're brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air, trusted same day service, seven days a week. Coming right up on WTOP, it's not just violent crime. Traffic-related deaths in D.C. are also rising sharply. Stay with us at 921. Looking for what's new? Supercharge your driving experience with Buyer Volvo Cars. Is your current car not conducting itself well? Well, stop tasing it. Our electrifying lineup will make sure you're never left in a lurch or low on hertz. Why go on a terminal trip when Volvo's dynamic electric options can amplify your journey? It's not just a phase, and we're leading the charge. Own your way to Buyer Volvo. With us, every trip is a 
a positively charged adventure. You won't resist our electrifying deals. They're more than shocking. Still alternating? Let's illuminate things. Buyer's deals are so magnetic, they'll attract even the most polarized of car enthusiasts. From our battery of options to our sparking services, we've got the amps to energize your capacitors. Join the current trend. At Buyer Volvo, we're wired differently. Why settle for static when you can be electric? Buyer Volvo cars, charging the way to a brighter drive with outlets in Dulles, Falls Church, Winchester, and BuyerVolvoCars.com. It's great to have you here on WTOP. It's 922. Here's John Meyer, VP and GM of Software Ventures at Arcfield, encouraging agencies to keep focused and patient when employing a zero-trust strategy. The journey to the cloud, it's exactly that. It's a journey, right? So as they're planning and designing their zero-trust architectures, they're also leaning forward and saying, do we do this in the cloud? Do we still stay on-prem? Maybe we push most of this to the cloud. Uh, so it's, it's a journey, and especially for those organizations, just keeping up to date, right? I mean, uh, Microsoft came out, the NATO summit over in Lithuania, and said, hey, there's a Word doc, and it has a, a, a vulnerability in it, right? It can take over your systems. Those are going to evolve. They're going to continue to happen. So staying on their guard for what they currently have to do while they're migrating to their future position, right, is, is really important. That's John Meyer, VP and GM of Software Ventures at Arcfield. For more, go to federalnewsnetwork.com, search Arcfield. You're listening to WTOP News. Now 923, an 18-year-old Garfield High School student was arrested this week in connection with a sexual assault in a school bathroom in Prince William County. Inside Nova reports that back in October, the underage victim was in a restroom at the school with the suspect when he's accused of sexually assaulting her. The victim told a family member who then reached out to Prince William County Police. Earlier this week, 18-year-old Lamine Malouk of Dale City was charged with misdemeanor sexual battery. He was released with a summons to appear in court. Some observers in Northern Virginia say this incident echoes a similar case in Loudoun County that placed that school system in the national spotlight two years ago, following a pair of sexual assaults at separate schools by the same suspect. D.C. traffic deaths are up by more than 60% this year from the same time last year, reaching the highest total in 16 years. The city's efforts to reduce pedestrian and driver deaths, known as Vision Zero, have failed so far despite investments in bicycle lanes, lowering speed limits, and new speed cameras. The city has recorded at least 45 traffic deaths, including 17 pedestrians and two cyclists losing their lives this year. D.C. has lowered the speed limit to 25 miles per hour in key corridors. That includes Connecticut Avenue and New York Avenue. The city is adding speed enforcement cameras to almost 30 locations this month. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 925. Let's go to Rob Woodfork. All right. We're leading with uh, we're leading with the uh, Thursday night football game which the Dallas Cowboys lead by a score of 17-14. They are in the second quarter of what is a very important game to the NFC playoff picture. A very sharp start for Dak Prescott, 148 yards, two touchdowns. Geno Smith looking just as good. Found DK Metcalf for a first-quarter touchdown of 73 yards. At commander's practice in Ashburn, the defense again without Emmanuel Forbes and James Smith-Williams. Center Tyler Larson, a limited participant. That was an upgrade from yesterday. In this week's D.C. Sports Huddle, we point out the reality of uh, Ron Rivera's track record as a defensive play caller in debate. 
whether he should be the next in-season coaching casualty. You can check out the latest episode on WTOP.com or wherever you get your podcast. The Capitals face off in Anaheim at the top of the hour. It's the middle game of their five-game West Coast swing. The Caps split the first two games. We'll see how they do tonight in the second game of a back-to-back. Women's college basketball in D.C. 